we have all had to deal with some form of bullying and one way or another, whether you were the person being bullied or you were the person bullying. Either way, it's never a great situation and it's just not right. Stop bullying, by the way. I had a bully when I was younger. I could not stand this small fucker. I grew up in a rough neighborhood, a neighborhood where I had to fight a lot because it wasn't so much that I was fighting because I was gay or being bullied because I was gay or got down. I never saw myself as a feminine kid or anything like that. Not that that makes it right, but I was bullied because I was quiet. I stayed to myself and outside of my cousins who did their thing, I didn't really do shit. And sometimes that would come back to bite me in the butt. There were a group of kids in my neighborhood who bullied the fuck out of me. Now, I said this before in other episodes. I come from a large family. And if I was ever in a situation where I needed some backup or some help, it was nothing to call my cousins or aunts and uncles and carloads would come over and fuck some shit up. That's just how it was. But when I was home, it was a different environment. It was not like being around my cousins and, and other family members. I'd walk to the store and there'd be this group of kids and they say shit like, and this is exactly the voice they would use. You, sweetie. All I'm trying to do is go to the motherfucking store and get my snacks. Y'all know I love my snacks. And I'd hear, you, sweetie. I'd keep going, make my way to the store, come out the store. They'd be around the steps of the store. Now I'd have to walk through these motherfuckers to cross the street to make my way home. There was one bully who stood out from everyone else. This motherfucker bullied me hardcore. He was the ringleader, I could tell. If everyone else was quiet, he'd say some shit like, we not gonna talk about sweetie coming up the street? And then everyone would start with the, yoo-hoo, sweetie, motherfuckers. One night I was coming home don't remember where the fuck I was coming from, to be honest. But I was on my way home. And that one particular bully, we'll call him Montego. Because that was his motherfucking name. (laughs) He was coming up the street by himself. Normally, when I would see this group of kids, I'd cross the street. I just didn't want no smoke. But let me say this. I had to fight my ass off growing up. So I knew how to fight. I'd fuck a motherfucker up. Every once in a while, I would get my ass kicked, just keeping it real. But I would whoop a motherfucker's ass because I just grew up in that kind of environment and around those kinds of people. So I'm coming up the street and Montego's walking up the street too. 
I didn't cross this time because Montego was by himself. He looked at me, I looked at him, and we passed each other. But I kept looking out the corner of my eye just to make sure he wasn't going to run up on me or some shit like that. I walk a little bit further and Montego turned around and started following me. I'm automatically in defend myself mode. I may have to whoop his fucking ass tonight <laughs> to show this motherfucker. I'm not that mo- I'm just not that motherfucker. You, you're not going to keep bullying me. So he followed me for about two blocks and he was like, yo, gay boy. I kept walking because gay boy ain't my motherfucking name. He followed me another block. Gay boy, you hear me talking to you? I kept motherfucking walking because gay boy is not my motherfucking name. Another block. Yo, turn the fuck around. I'm trying to have a conversation with you. I stop, turn around, and Montego's in my face at this point. He said, why are you so funny acting? I turned back around. He grabbed my shoulder. He said, no, nah, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be a smart ass. But why are you so funny acting? I'll never see you running with none of the other niggas in the neighborhood. You just look like a fucking bookworm. You talk white or you talk gay. Why are you the way you are? And I said some corny shit. Like, this is who I am. And I was raised this way. And he stopped me mid-sentence and said, fuck all that. He said, do you mess with niggas? No, I don't fuck around with niggas. Now, at that point, I'd done some shit. But I'm standing here in front of this motherfucker, not knowing what the fuck was up with him. I don't know his intentions. I don't know if you're getting ready to fuck me up so you can go back and tell your boys or if your boys are even waiting in the cut for me to confess some shit. And then your motherfucking ass have them jump out and y'all whoop my ass. I don't know what the intention is at this point. And I said... Mm, don't know what you're talking about. He said, I know you fuck around with boys. You just look like you do. Montego, I don't know what you're talking about. So turn back around, begin to walk away. Montego runs up behind me and squeezes my ass. Now, he did not squeeze my ass in a sexual, seductive kind of way. He squeezed it in a playful kind of way. I know you're probably thinking that don't make any sense, but it makes a lot of sense because it was almost as how in the last episode I told you sometimes my cousin and I would smack each other's asses and that sort of shit. That's kind of how it felt to me. And again, I'm not thinking anything about Montego Punk ass because he bullies me all the fucking time. So he squeezed my ass and I turned around and I said, yo, don't fucking do that shit to me. Like, don't touch me. Don't squeeze my ass. And he looked me dead ass in my eyes and said, sometimes I like to stick my dick in a faggot. His exact words, the faggot, the F word. Sometimes I like to stick my dick in a faggot. And I stood my ground. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm not a faggot. 
I'm like, back the fuck up off me. Turn around, start walking away. About two blocks later, Montego is on my ass at this point. He is on my ass. And as I'm walking, I could hear him mumbling things, saying, yo, I would love to stick my dick in your faggy ass. I bet your faggy mouth felt good. Why you don't fuck with me? Fuck with me. Let me feel your faggy ass. And I'm not going to lie. At this point, I'm getting excited because I'm wondering, is this motherfucker real? Is he truly feeling the shit that he's saying or is he just being his asshole self? I start thinking, call this motherfucker out. I turn around and I said, so if I do fuck around, what you want to fuck me? You want me to suck your dick? And he, again, dead ass looked me in my eyes and said, I want to fuck you. He took my hand, put it on his dick through his jeans. And it was semi hard. And at that moment, I say, yeah, Montego want to fuck around. Let's make this motherfucker's wish come true. I said, I don't know a spot, but how do I know you're not going to go back and tell your boys what the fuck I did with you? And his response was, why the fuck would I tell my boy I fucked around with a faggot? And it was at that moment I said to him, bruh, do not call me a faggot again. I'm not a faggot. That shit is not cool. Chill with that shit. He actually apologized. My bad. He said, but I know a place I could take you. Thinking the gut, my gut said, don't follow this motherfucker. But again, like in previous episodes, the dick, the thought of the dick and it just takes over your mind. And I ain't listened to the fucking gut. I said, cool, show me your spot. Montego walks me to this house, abandoned. We go along the side and the door was wide open. It's abandoned. We step inside and there was a stairwell immediately to our left. And he said, just walk up the stairs and sit in the middle of the stairs. So go up these stairs. I sit in the middle of the stairwell. Thinking back, I don't know what the fuck was at the top of the stairs. I don't know what the fuck was if we had kept going straight into this fucking house. It could have been who knows what, who knows who in this motherfucker. But I did exactly what he asked me to do. Sat in the middle of the stairwell on one of the stairs. He said to me, do you suck dick? I said, yeah, I suck dick. He pulled his dick out and he says, suck my dick. So I start sucking his dick and I'm sucking his dick for about three minutes. That motherfucker got rock hard, big ass dick. Now I haven't described Montego. Montego was about five, nine dark skin. Remember those box haircuts back in the day? He was slender. I remember him being attractive. Um, 
I thought he was sexy and his dick. I remember that dick being nice, nice, big dick, big chocolate dick. So I'm sucking his dick and he stops me about three minutes into it and asks if I ever ate booty before. And his exact words were, you ever ate a boy booty before? And it just so happens, yes, I have. He said, eat my booty. And he walked past me up a couple of the stairs and pulled his pants down and bent over. And I started eating his booty for him. And I remember just the smell. I remember smelling just that natural ass scent. I remember inhaling when I opened up his ass cheeks, his crack of his ass just smelled so good. And I remember putting my nose directly on his hole and inhaling and it just smelled so good. And I started eating his ass. I took my tongue and danced my tongue around his hole and up and down the crack of his ass. And I remember him saying to me, kiss my ass cheeks. I'm kissing his ass cheeks. I'd go back to his hole, lick around his hole some more, up and down the crack of his ass. And then this motherfucker looked back at me and said, don't spread the funk around because I don't want my girl to smell my booty when I pull my pants down to fuck her. I did not understand in the moment what the fuck he meant, but years later I would totally get it. But I got back to doing what I was doing. So I go back to eating his ass and he never moaned, but I could tell he enjoyed it because he'd reach back and push my face deeper into the crack of his ass. And he stopped, stood up, walked back down the stairs past me. I turn around and again, I'm sitting on the stairs thinking I'm about to suck his dick again. And he asked, yo, you ever had some dick in your ass? I said, yeah, I've been fucked before. He said, can I fuck you? I wasn't prepared for it. But again, during that time, I didn't give a fuck. I, it wasn't important to me. I said, you can if you want to. He said, I want to fuck you. But when I fuck you, you got to do one thing. And I said, well, sure, what, what's up? What's the one thing? He said, I want to close my eyes and imagine you being my girl. I want you to sound like a bitch. <laughs> okay. I can do that. So I stand up. Pull my pants down. He pulled my pants down 
just below my ass cheeks. So they weren't all the way down, just below my ass cheeks. And I go to bend over and this motherfucker grabs me by my neck and said, I want you to sound like a bitch. I don't want to hear no deep voice. I need you to sound like a bitch. And I'm going to close my eyes and fuck you and imagine that you're my girl. Cool, I can do that. He said, no, no. Say it in a bitch voice. So I said, okay, (laughs) I can do that. Shit. So he bent me over, opened my eyes, this nigga spit in my hole, took his dick, and shoved that motherfucker in my ass. It didn't start out the most comfortable feeling. (laughs) It was horrible. And he just started fucking. There was no lead up to the fucking. There was no... Let me ease my motherfucking dick into it to make sure this motherfucker is good. He just started fucking. But I remember it being so good because it was Montego. I was so caught up in the fact that this motherfucker who had been bullying me was fucking me. That I didn't think about or focus on the pain. So he's fucking me. And I started doing exactly what he asked. And that was moaning like a girl. This motherfucker never moaned and never let out a sigh. Nothing. But I knew he was fucking enjoying it because he was fucking the shit out of me. in a while he'd say to me you nasty little bitch you a nasty little bitch you a nasty bitch getting fucked in this abandoned house After about fucking me for maybe 10 minutes, I remember that shit felt like a long ass time. I finally got that confirmation that he was about to bust a nut. And I only got that motherfucking confirmation, not because he said it, but because he squeezed my fucking ass cheeks so hard 
that his nails dug into my skin and he started fucking me crazy. And he said, moan, bitch, moan, bitch. motherfucker bust the biggest nut in my ass not making a sound not moaning nothing he's just shook a little bit his body shook for about 20 seconds he pulled out and didn't say a motherfucking word to me I remember he pulled his pants up, he turned around and he walked out the abandoned house. I did the same motherfucking thing off these fucking stairs. I got up and got my shit together, made my way out. He went one way, I walked the other way. I could still feel his nut oozing out of my ass. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was amazing. And the best thing about Montego is that this motherfucker did not change. I saw that motherfucker a couple of days later with his boys. Yoo-hoo, sweetie. <laughs> Nothing changed about this motherfucker except that I walked that same street quite a few times looking for Montego and I would find him most of the times and he would take me back to those stairs in that abandoned house and fuck the shit out of me every fucking time I hope Montego's okay hopefully his kids aren't somewhere being bullied though that would be some shit now, the moral of the story is don't fucking bully. But if you're going to get bullied and that motherfucker is fine, I'm fuck you. I'm just playing. Kinda.